Welcome to JNR Basketball. I'm John, joined by Ronnie, and today we're going to play our favorite high school game uh, with a basketball twist, and that is start, bench, trade. So the, the premise of this game is you start, who are you building your franchise around? Who is the face of your franchise? The, the, the guy, he's the guy, he's the guy on the poster out front. Uh, bench is who's going to support this guy? He's not the face of your franchise. You're not building a team around him, but you need him there because people get hurt. People need to take rests. And trade is you can't have him on your team. He's got an ego or his style's too similar to somebody else or you just don't like the guy. So you're going to trade those guys. So you're going to start, bench, trade. And uh, this is always kind of fun because you kind of learn a little bit about the person, what they like, what they don't like. So Ronnie, do you want to you start it off? Yeah, sure. So I'll go... So I, I have a question on who you want to pick with between these players. So my my start bench trade would be who would you choose? We have Chris Paul, Ja Morant, and Luka Doncic. So I, I went with point guards because I think all three of them okay. are, are very similar. They all have their positives and neg- negatives. Who would be your choices out of those three? So a follow-up question to you. For Chris Paul, are we taking Chris Paul today? Or Chris Paul ten years ago. <laughs> uh, let's let's go. I want to go today mainly because okay, just well, going based off of like the playoff series. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I know. And I, I I almost didn't. I feel like you're gonna pick Chris Paul because he had that amazing perfect game. But think of like all together in the playoff series. Okay. Like. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. So you, I'll go first since since you asked the question and, and this one. This one is going to be Luca is going to be my start. Chris Paul is going to be my bench, and I'm trading Ja Morant. Really, I'm surprised. Why. Yeah, tell me. Oh, don't be surprised. Don't be surprised. I thought uh, for sure you're going to go Chris Paul first. Oh no, Chris Paul's old. He needs <laughs> rest. Uh, I want somebody that's going to be the face of my franchise. Someone I'm going to build my team around, mm. and that's going to be Luca. He's he's younger. Yes, he's had some injuries, but he is he's a great player. He's a great distributor. He's a great shooter. All three of these guys are great shooters. But I, I'm going to go with him because of the age difference. Now, when you look at bench and trade, this one became a little bit... No, this one wasn't that hard either. <laughs> Chris Paul is hes such a leader. Coming off the bench, he's going to provide leadership. He's going to help Luka. Um, I almost think of it like baseball, right? If your starter, Luka, is having a bad game, you put him, put in somebody else... And he's going to bring the game home. And Chris Paul is definitely somebody who can do that for sure. And I think he's going to provide that leadership that you really need on a team, uh, especially for, for younger guys. Yeah. Ja, I love the way he plays. He plays with such passion. I, I think we mentioned this before where he has more points in the paint than anybody in the league. He, mm-hmm. he, gets, he penetrates, he shoots, and I love that about him. But that's going to lead to him getting hurt. You're going against those bigs so often, you're going to get hurt. Um, and that's why I, I'm kind of kind of see him go to another team and hope he doesn't beat me. Exactly, right. Well, I, I like your choices. Mine is a little different. Uh, so I'm, I'm mainly going based off of the, the playoffs right now. So I, okay. I'm going to start Chris Paul. Um, and then my bench is going to be... Boy, I mean, after what you said, I almost want to change it, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick with my gut, and I'm gonna say Luca for the bench, and then I would trade John Morant. Now, 
I think the reason I'm picking Chris Paul, I say I think because I'm not even sure anymore because you had some good points, <laughs> but Chris Paul in the playoffs is just amazing. Like he, yeah, he turns it up to another level. Yeah, it's, I mean, you just it's awesome. You, if you're playing all three of these players, I would go with him because he does raise the team. And at the same time, in the fourth quarter, when you need him, he's there. He is going to knock down those shots. Um, now, let's go to the bench part where I, I put... Um, I want to make sure I got it right, too, because I almost... I, I, am I changing it in my head? So I, I did bench uh, Luca because, in my mind, I'm thinking to have him come off the bench would be amazing. But I, I still want him on my team. You know, I don't want to get rid of him because he's similar to Chris Paul where he makes the team better. Um, he passes the ball and he's also there to shoot good too. You know, he, there's nothing wrong with that. He's, he's, he's one of those players that, you know, you want him to build your franchise around. The reason I would, uh, well, the rule was Ronnie, if you want to build your <laughs> franchise around him, they got to go to the start. So, uh, right. I know that's why I was, but when you are said you changing that, it like, or, no, or no, you're no. a little bit confused I know, okay. I, because you said, because you said you would build a friend, uh, you would build a, a franchise around well, the, the player game that, that you picked. The game this is the game that this is 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 coming is similar to is the game you played in high school, which was F mm -hmm. Mary Kill, and uh, F is the guy. Well, gosh, is start F. No, Mary yeah. is no Mary's got to be start. Trade is is uh, tr oh trade yeah. is kill yeah trade is kill yeah, <laughs> and then yeah. start would be no start Mary is got to be, be Mary would be start. You want to be married to that guy? Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> F is the guy, guy coming off the bench. <laughs> Right. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, F it doesn't quite bench. add up, but that's because okay. Is bench player, you just wanna you you wanna know them, you wanna get to know them, but you don't wanna actually marry them. You just wanna like have them right, available. Right, right. You just yeah. wanna have some fun and uh <laughs> right. go about your business. And, Got and that's it. Luca. You know, he's he's that side piece that you you'd want on your team. Just in case something happened oh, yeah. to just in case your married person, your starter. <laughs> but um the reason I went with trade with John Morant is similar to what you said. Um, I think he's prone to injuries because of the way he plays. Um, he reminds me of Dwayne Wade, how he would just throw himself around. Yeah. And um, same thing like Allen Iverson too. You know, he he had that too, where he would just throw himself at the rim, and he was crazy athletic. Super aggressive. Yeah, you just there's just too many ways that he could get hurt doing that. He's always on the floor and getting beaten up. Um, even in this in this uh in the regular season he was hurt and there's been a couple of times in the in the playoffs when he's gotten banged up and you know he's been limping around so i i don't think he's going to last so that's why I, for his value that he has for because he was in the conversation of being the mvp of the league for the regular season his value is was there he? for trade yeah he was at one time at he the beginning part of the league I mean, he won most improved player, but I, I didn't realize he was in the conversation for him. Yeah, but so he got early hurt. in the year. Pretty much everybody is. Yeah, right? he he got hurt, and then it went away because he just wasn't playing anymore. So he kind of was forgotten about, and you, right. know, you just you can't win MVP when you're hurt. But yeah, he was up there, and so I I just see so much. You could get so much from him by trading him. So that's why I'm going with that trade. Okay, fair enough. Sounds good. Who do you got? So I I went. I went with a little bit different uh, approach for uh, for my group of people. I decided to do sibling rivalry in the sense that, well, I guess, sibling togetherness. So I, I picked pairs of siblings. So you got a lot of siblings across the NBA. So your start bench trade options are the Ball brothers, Lamelo and Lonzo. The I'm not even going to try to say their last name, brothers, Giannis <laughs> and his brother Thanis. 
Yeah, I can't even and, barely say his first name. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Seth and Steph Curry. Nice. Those are so again. You, you're picking the brothers you want to build a franchise around, the brothers you want coming off the bench, and the brothers you wanna you want to see gone. Man, what about the Morris twins? Remember having them on the Suns? <laughs> I I do yes, and I I chose not. I intentionally <laughs> didn't pick them because it's just not fair to compare those guys right. to these guys. Right? They they're not on this level. Right. Exactly. Okay, so do you want me to go first? Yes, please. All right, so I would marry, I would start. Oh, uh, gosh. I I can't say no to these guys. I'm going to say Seth and Steph. I would absolutely start those guys because, mainly because of Steph Curry, but yeah. also Seth is a starter too. So because you have two starters there, could you imagine having both of them on a team? That would be ridiculous. <laughs> but then, uh, yeah, I mean, you you got it, you got them both. On yeah, team, you just you, you could have like them. one, you know, you have one shooting guard at the top, one shooting guard towards the bottom, and then the point guard's bringing it up, and he has both of those guys to pass to, and then two amazing guys down there to rebound. That would just, uh, yeah, they would dominate. I mean, they kind of had that with you know Clay Thompson, anyways. But anyways, right? Then they were Splash Brothers, a little <laughs> different, right? Exactly. I and then benching Giannis sounds crazy, but I I would bench Giannis. And then, how do you say the other guy's first name? Thanis. I believe it's Thanis, but I don't know. I'm assuming they rhyme Thanis and Giannis, <laughs> but uh, it's they're both awesome. Greek names that I I cannot say. So, uh, so I apologize if I'm butchering yeah, it. I've seen Thanis come off the bench and play, and I like his play too. I I think he could play pretty good. Obviously, not as good as Giannis, but they would be an amazing pair together. Have you ever played with brothers in real life on a basketball court? Because they always have that chemistry where they're just almost unbeatable. Yeah. So I could only imagine playing against professionals on, on these levels where you just, they just have that chemistry. They know where each other's going to be at because they played with, you know, with each other the whole entire lives. And uh, man, them coming off the bench would be amazing. And then. Well, I do have a younger brother, Ronnie, and we, <laughs> uh, we did not have that basketball <laughs> connection that you speak of. Yeah. I have it with my cousins and I have three cousins that are brothers. And whenever I play against them in any sports, they always dominate me and I, it pisses me off. So, but, and I'm pretty good, you know, but whatever. And then I would trade LaMelo and Lonzo Ball simply because I just don't like them. <laughs> I just, I don't like their personalities. I mean, LaMelo, who is it that was on the Lakers? Who was drafted by the Lakers? That was Lonzo Ball, right? I get them confused sometimes. Correct. Yep. And I, yep. I just don't like the LaMelo at all. Uh, Lonzo's okay. Okay. Not not a fan of their dad. I don't want all that drama no, on my team. No, their dad is... Yeah, yeah, I get that. But they definitely have some trade value. So, yeah, I would trade them. So, I, I went with a little different approach than you. Uh, I, I agree with Seth and Steph Curry. I think the, the shooting that you're going to get from those guys is just unparalleled. And uh, it would just be really, really cool to see that yeah. on a team. I am having LaMelo and Lonzo come off my bench. Mm. And no the way. reason is... I'm building my franchise around Seth and Steph, who is the most similar style mm. so that my team, my, what's my team identity going to look like? Yeah. And I don't feel like Giannis and Thanis, fantastic players, you know, Giannis, MVP. I don't feel like coming off the bench that changes the identity of my team too much. And uh, I, I don't want to have that happen. So that's why I went with LaMelo and Lonzo. To kind of keep that that thing going, right? They're brothers. They're they're decent shooters, and uh, you know they're they're 
they play the guard position as well. So uh, that's that's ultimately why I went with them, which it seems absolutely insane to say. <laughs> that's that what I'm saying. You're trading Giannis, but I know, I know. You would really but get that's... rid of Giannis if you had him on a team. You would trade him and keep the Ball Brothers. Oh, no are, way. Are you really going to put Giannis on your bench? If you had him on a team, <laughs> this whole thing is ridiculous, Ronnie. <laughs> but I mean, when you got, if you have Seth and Steph yeah. and you have to choose between them, then yeah, I would, I would, I would put Giannis on my bench and I would, no, I, can you imagine him being a six man <laughs> just coming off the bench and jump dominating? <laughs> that would be ridiculous. Yeah. But it's the style of play is too much, too much different than, than what I'm going for with my starters. So again, yeah. I'm building my franchise around these two guys. I want to compliment them with my bench players. I just I just think it's too much of a difference to do that. That For was sure. what led me to do it. I'm not happy about it, but <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I you got it. It is you, what it is. Yeah, that's an ugly, ugly choice there. I don't like it, but how <laughs> how proud are your parents if if you know you have brothers in the NBA like, hey, yeah. I know, right? Both my kids are in the NBA, it's cool. Or all the Watt brothers in the NFL. Watt brothers, the Manning brothers, yeah. Yeah. Man, seriously. And all together, you, you in- combine all their incomes together and the whole family set. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just want my kids to play together without fighting for like 15 <laughs> minutes. Th- those are my goals. Right. Okay, so I want to do one just for fun then. So uh, we've been sure. talking about some of the these historical players, you know, and like wh- who's the best on, on all these teams together. And it kind of made me wonder who you would choose between some of the old guys and uh, one a new player too that's in the league right now. Um, just going off of centers, who would you, who would you, um, start bench and trade? Would it be Shaq, Yao Ming, or Embiid? Out of those guys, who would you choose? Ooh, that's a tough one. Um, wow. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start Shaq. And I think that's because Shaq was easily one of the most dominant players period in the NBA. Mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like he could have been the most dominant player if if he you know he, let's say he was lazy but he definitely he definitely put on some pounds, not all muscle and kind of slowed down a little bit. He, yeah. Uh, you know, he wasn't he wasn't the the gym rat that like Kobe was when he was on the Lakers. Well, okay, so we'll talk uh, Shaq in his prime though. We'll we'll forget all the bad games yeah, yeah, that he had. Sure. Shaq no, no, but prime. still I I don't I don't. I feel like Shaq would turn it up to eleven when he wanted to, mm-hmm. but his his normal coasting range was maybe like a seven. But he was still just so dominant. So yeah, I think I think I'm gonna pick him. Um, I think I'm gonna go with the old guys. I'm gonna put Yao on my bench and I'm gonna trade Joel. Wow, I am. I would be opposite. So I would start Embiid because he is an okay. all around player. You know, he's he has that yeah that that long shot and um I. Comparing these two, Yao or Shaq, who would I pick next? God, it, it's tough, you know, because I feel like Yao was able to stop Shaq, and he was just so big. You know what? Yeah, I'm gonna do that. So I would, I would start Embiid, I would bench Yao, and then I would trade Shaq. The main you reason, yeah, the main okay. reason I would trade Shaq is because he his biggest flaw was free throws, and so you we knew that all we had to do was foul him, and then you're good for maybe a point, maybe. And then, uh, yeah, I just, and then there was lots of time when, uh, Yao would block him and I, that's why I would go with that. You know, Yao was yeah, too big and he Yao, could stop him. Yao matched up really well against Shaq. Uh, no one else really ever did. I, I feel like, I, I get what you're saying. Um, 
I just love Shaq. He's <laughs> yeah. so, so big and strong. And, you know, he wasn't the hack of Shaq. Yeah. That it mm-hmm. really kind of highlights the differences in the league, you know, 20 years ago versus today, where you didn't want your bigs to be taking mid range jump shots. Yeah. You wanted them in the paint all the time, backing down and posting up. Yeah. Isn't it amazing how it changed? Now your seven footers are on a perimeter shooting three pointers and they're doing everything. Yeah, and really, they they you almost need to do that. They're not as big as they mm-hmm. were as far as muscular. Um, they need to be able to run. Um, yep. Yeah, Joel is is a great example of that. Um, you know, the Nuggets, uh, Jokovic is another great example of someone that just he can shoot from the outside, yeah, or he can dominate you on the inside. Yep. So I, I looked some stats up. So at, so Shaq and Yao met in ten matches, and I'm sorry, eighteen matches. And it says, Yao, he he lost 10, and Shaq, I'm sorry, Yao won 8 matches, and Shaq won 10 matches out of the 18. So so Shaq had them by two games, if you look at that, the, by their wins and losses that they met together. Okay, so I was going to say, what, what's the comparison? So it's, it's team wins versus Yeah, it's just, it's just what, out okay. of their matchups when they met together. So out of their 18 games... Shaq won 10, and Yao won 8. So Shaq had him by two games. But take into consideration, you know, the team players, too. I don't, I don't There's know a lot of looked. factors there. Right, yeah. yeah. But out of those two. And then I, there's some quotes that Shaq was saying. It, it says it, his first impression on Yao Ming was, who the F is this? He says he was his first guy to block my shot three times in a row. So that's pretty cool. I want to read that like yeah. Shaq. Have you? I love the way I would, you, I would ask that you don't. <laughs> nope, it's it's happening right now. My, my no, first, no. My first impression of y'all was who the f is this? That's that's oh the, boy. That's my Shaq impression <laughs> right there. So I don't know if you watched the show Hot Ones. Uh, it's a YouTube show where Shaq was on and it was eating the ridiculously hot wings, and uh, his whole goal was not to make a face when he ate something hot, <laughs> and he would eat something extremely hot. Make a face and then suddenly straighten up and says, I'm not making the face. And it's like, no, dude, you just did. <laughs> Hilarious. It's Shaq entertaining. Shaq is a, up. Oh, he's a he's a great entertainer. Yeah. I, I'm so happy to see him have success I off feel, the court. I feel bad for the people that he he asks questions for on a court though. Like after a a, a post game interview, he always asks some question and I could barely understand him and I don't know how the players are understanding yeah. him, but I guess because it's somewhat basketball talk, he could kinda like make sense of it, but can you imagine trying to hear him like over a mic and not being able to see his lips moving or anything? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that'd like, be Dude, tough. Jack, seriously, you have to repeat that. I have no idea what you're saying. Your voice is way too deep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love Shaq. That's why I'm starting him. I'm not trading him away. But, yeah, yeah it is It is interesting. You know, the Suns have DeAndre Ayton, who I think hit a three in these playoff series. It's, just, mm-hmm. it's, it's crazy. It's crazy what we're asking the bigs to do now. It's definitely yeah. changed to a more guard sort of friendly league. Yeah. Um, Anthony Towns is like that too. I mean, just, there's all the bigs yeah, are like that Anthony nowadays. Towns. If you're not like that, you're kind of like a, you're not. Well, Giannis is another great example, right? Yeah. He's so versatile. He's not just a big that it's going to do what like Shaq and Yao did. Yep, exactly. You're at a disadvantage if you can't do everything. Yeah. All right. Well, that was fun, Ronnie. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. All right, our next segment, speaking of thank yous, is going to be our, our thanks, where we thank something in the basketball world for oh, whatever we want. It's sort of our chance to 
to be silly, to be funny, um, or or to be serious. So, uh, if it's all right with you, Ronnie, I'm going to go first. Okay. Okay, great. I'd like to thank David Stern, former commissioner of the National Basketball Association. And the reason I like to thank him is because we've all had jobs where we all there's a bad guy. There's an office bad guy or the boss is the mm-hmm. bad guy. And David Stern was that bad guy. He made great decisions for the owners of the NBA, but he really almost seemed like he didn't like the players. So it was easy to root against David Stern. You know, you had the the draft sort of the fixes in on the draft sort of rumors and just overall making the players wear suits, really kind of taking away their individuality. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was so nice to have him as the bad guy. Now, he resigns or he retires, and you have a new commissioner who uh, doesn't seem to want to be that role. So the question I have for you is, who is the bad guy or bad guys in the NBA, in your opinion? Because I think think in my mind I know who it is. You mean player-wise or like... Like, like owner wise, it doesn't have to be player. It doesn't. It could be player. It could be owner. It could be just in the NBA in general. Who is the who is the quote unquote bad guy? Patrick Beverly. He is the worst. <laughs> so it's a little bit of a biased answer based <laughs> off of uh, son's experience, but okay. He's uh, the worst because. Uh, are you going to talk about this later, or uh, no, do you want to jump we, into it now? We we could talk about it right now. But uh, all right, yeah. So. So I'm, I'll go just jump in. It goes into my thank you, of course. So I want to thank the Minnesota Timberwolves for how they handled themselves in the playoffs. They Thank you, Timberwolves, for allowing me to love to hate you <laughs> because Patrick Beverly is on the team. And then you got you got Anthony Edwards. He's actually a good player, but I, I like to hate him because he's on the team. But especially hate Carl Anthony Towns. I, the way he handles himself on the court is ridiculous. Like he's always calling people, you know, too short after he makes a dunk next to them, you know, or on them, whatever. Or just just that that crap that I hate, you know? They just always have this arrogance about them. And then when you have two games that you're you're winning by pl- 20 plus points and then they lose, oh, it just it is so good to watch. So Yeah. So they definitely they definitely blew those games. Definitely, is... and it was so good to see, and it, it just made some for some really good entertainment. And when you hate those players as much as I do, and you you see them lose the way they did, it is so good. I actually did feel a little bad though when I watched your post game interviews because I I wanted to watch them cry, and they did. And then I was like, oh, they actually have feelings, but still, it's it was so good though. <laughs> I'm All so right. happy they lost. So Patrick Beverly and the Timberwolves are the bad guys in in your minds. Yeah. Uh, while you were while you were talking, I I, I was curious because Minnesota Timberwolves is not a name you see in the playoffs often. And since 2000, in the last 18 years, they've been in the playoffs three times. Nice. In the last 20 years, they've been in the playoffs five times. So they went on a streak where they made the playoffs from 1997 um through 2004. Always made the playoffs. 2004, they last time they made the playoffs, 2018, and then now 2022. So they are not, you know, there's there's a saying, Historic. act like you've been there. Yeah. They're sort of making it obvious that they haven't been there, the, the way that they act. Yeah. And, you know, they were acting like they've been there be, on the court, you know, when they were being all arrogant and being dumb on the court, you know, to tell. Well, no, that's, that's the opposite. Then, that, yeah. Teams that have been there don't act like that. Right. Well, I know, but I'm saying that they, they were acting like it. And then obviously it showed later on when. 
yep you you guys haven't been there and you shouldn't yeah. have been acting like that so yeah yeah it was okay okay i i'm taking a little bit of a different approach and mm-hmm. again this is some of my bias but i think the bad guy in the nba is lebron james yeah he's a good he, choice he too. builds these super teams and you know going back to when he left cleveland for the first time and he's taking its talents to south beach i don't know if that was his idea I don't know if it was that it was his agent idea. It was his God, idea. that was cringy. <laughs> that was so bad. Right. And then they had that whole thing. Not, not in, him in going Miami. to Miami. Yeah, not, not him going to Miami was the bad thing. You know, that's fine. Go where you want to go. But the the ESPN, the decision, you know, doing this whole big rigmarole to right. to announce that you're leaving. They Who made him the bad that? guys. Yeah. Exactly. And maybe that was then, part of their know, thing that they wanted to do. Maybe they did it on purpose because. History shows that if you have these rivals, then it, it creates people. It creates viewers. You know, they they want to see. Oh it. yeah, absolutely. Yep. Like going yep. back to NASCAR, you uh, know, like for example, Dale Earnhardt didn't really have any rivals, but then you brought in Jeff Gordon, and and they had this huge rivalry against each other. So it it made NASCAR huge just having that. So I could definitely see how that worked out, and but fit the NBA, you know, in their favor. Yeah, you know, I I like to think he was still kind of a young kid at that time, and mm-hmm. maybe he got some bad advice, but I don't know. Uh, it was just, it wasn't good. Yeah. And then he went down and he did the Miami press conference with like, not one, not two, <laughs> yep. not three. It's like, okay, dude, come on. How I, about you win a game before right. you start talking about championships you're going to win? That was so crazy. I couldn't believe I was watching that. And I don't know. It, just, it was absurd. Yeah. Um, I think every maybe being in Miami and just the hype there, you know, it's like, yeah, we should do this. We, this is going to be totally awesome. But then yeah. it actually yeah. take time to think that. <laughs> outside of Miami, every other place is going to hate it, you know, because that's not your hometown. I mean, Miami's yeah. your hometown, but nowhere else is, you know what I mean? So I don't know, maybe there's yep. got all caught up in the hype. Maybe. And then to continue his bad guy role, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he, he, something, not necessarily his fault, you know, someone told him to shut up and dribble because he shouldn't be speaking out about things. Mm-hmm. I completely disagree with that. He's a celebrity. He can give his opinion on anything he wants. Just because it doesn't go against, you know, a political or, or social justice sort of way. Um, he's entitled to his opinion. He's entitled to speak his opinion. You know, telling him to shut up and dribble, I think is stupid. Um, but then when he tried to do the same thing, when the GM of the Houston Rockets was critical against China, he asked for punishment to be <laughs> levied against this guy for, for giving his support to them. Uh, and that's just like, dude, yeah. dude, what are you doing? Uh, and the reason was because he was trying to make Space Jam and China was a big market for that movie and mm-hmm. he had sponsorships and stuff and all of that went right out the window. Yeah, yeah. I get that you're upset that you, you lost some of your payday, but you can't speak out against people telling you not to speak out by speaking out against someone <laughs> else speaking out. That's kind of a, a little bit of a maze there, but that whole it was, sentence it was makes complete such, sense. <laughs> yeah, it was such hypocrisy. And yeah. It was just so obvious that he's just, he doesn't care. It's all about optics and mm-hmm. how he can make money. And, and you know, exactly. you're just a jerk. Yeah. It and then, like, you know, getting head coaches fired, getting players traded, right. pretending that you're a GM of a basketball team and, and trying to get your friends. It just, it just, ugh, I can't stand it. And in my mind, LeBron James is the bad guy in the NBA. Yeah. And honestly, like right behind Beverly would probably be him. I mean, there's, there's, it's maybe a close race right now between him and Alvarado, but no, I would, I would probably pick LeBron over that too. I agree yeah. with you. Have you seen the new Space Jam movie? 
No, I I purposely boycotted no, that. No I'm has. not going to watch that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I haven't watched it either. I, I didn't really care for the original Space Jam. I, I was the target really? demo when that came out. Oh, I, I liked it. Yeah, it just was fine. I, I didn't I didn't really care for the Looney Tunes either. What? So it wasn't a Michael Jordan. Yeah, I don't know. I that thought you were a huge fan of Looney Tunes back in the day, weren't you? Didn't you used to work at the Looney Tunes store or something? No, no, I worked at the Disney store. Very <laughs> oh, different. <okay. laughs> very different characters. Very different cartoons. We're classier <laughs> cartoons. Uh, no, but it just, you know, I, it was fine. I watched it. It was great. But I'm not going to watch this new one. It looks absolutely stupid. The reviews make it seem absolutely stupid. The yeah. box office numbers were just were just terrible. And uh, I, I, I feel bad rooting for somebody to fail. I mean, he hasn't failed. He, he's going to be successful the rest of his life. Yep. Uh, but I was glad to see his movie fail. Um, yeah. So that a little bit of curmuffins for him, hopefully. Yeah. My kids would bring home their the McDonald's toys, and I would just try to trash them when they weren't looking. I hated seeing these little cartoon LeBron James things, you know, plastic toys around my house. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. What a series. Yeah. Grizzlies and the Timberwolves. Yeah. The Lakers and the... Oh, wait. No. They didn't play anybody this playoff season. No, but the Memphis Grizzlies and the Timberwolves, that, that was just the best series. I love that. That was a really good one to watch. I'm, I'm excited to watch them continue, the Memphis Grizzlies, against Golden State. That'll be fun to watch. Yeah, so let's just quickly talk about the upcoming playoff series. Uh, we normally do it at the top of the show, but why not do it at the end this time? Sure. We, uh, we're down to eight teams. Eight teams are left. In the West, we have the Phoenix Suns going against the Dallas Mavericks mm-hmm. and the Memphis Grizzlies going against the Golden State Warriors. Yeah. Any thoughts on uh, winners of those two series? So I'll, I'll talk about Golden State and Memphis Grizzlies. So I, everyone is picking Golden State, but man, I, I, um, I want to go with the Grizzlies. I, maybe it's just because I'm a fan of them because they beat Timberwolves, but I truly do think that they could beat Golden State. Golden State, I mean, I don't know why I just don't have a good feeling. It's really just a feeling. I don't have any stats or anything to back it up. I just feel like Memphis has what it takes to beat them. And I don't even know what it is that they have. They I just I just think that they're gonna take it. I think it's gonna go seven is games it? and they're gonna they're gonna Wow, okay. They're gonna take it. Barely though. By like two points. <laughs> Maybe a, a game winning <laughs> shot. <laughs> I think it's gonna be the Warriors and six. Uh I just think that team is is too talented. Yeah, I mean it's tough because they have Clay Thompson back and that's who they yeah. had when they were winning those championships and Durant at one time. But no, I just I, I just have a feeling like it's it's Memphis's time to win that series and I, I think they'll go ahead and take it. So here's a, a fun little stat for you. Cool. Uh the Memphis Grizzlies have the second lowest payroll in the NBA. Oh, that's sweet. So they got the Golden win. State Warriors <laughs> have the highest payroll in the NBA. Man, that that I I am so pulling for them now. You're just hearing that. <laughs> Come on, Grizzlies. Yeah, they're they're the the moneyball team of the. No, they they have a lot of young players, and young players tend to be cheaper. Uh, the Warriors have a lot of max contract players. It, it happens. But yeah. yeah, it is it is funny to see the disparity in uh, salary between those two teams. Yeah, but you're right. It it is going to happen when you've won multiple championships and you try to keep a team together. I mean, yeah, that's that's bound to happen. Yeah, Phoenix Suns, Dallas Mavericks. I expect the Suns to win this in five. That's my hope. I agree. I think the Pelicans, for whatever reason, just matched up well against the Suns. Uh, a young team that was hungry and really just laying it all out on the line. 
Uh, yeah. If Booker stays healthy, if if you know everyone stays healthy, I think the Suns win in five. I I hope the Suns win in five. I'm I'm certainly rooting for them. Yeah, I've said it before. I mean, I I I thought the Pelicans were going to lose all, all their games. I didn't think they were going to win any. I think they just played loose where they you know because they played in, they were they took some games on the Suns because the Suns weren't playing loose. They were a little tight, and then they lost Booker, so that screwed up some things. But yeah, when you're a, when you're a team that just is like has nothing to lose, you're like whatever. Let's just go out there and play and have fun. And I mean, we're playing against the number one team. We're not. We're probably not going to win anyway. So let's just have some fun. And then they end up winning yeah, a couple of games out of that. Yeah, there was no expectations <clears throat> for them. So yeah, they but they played like they were. Yep. having fun. But then when their backs are against a wall, once they you know they were, they had they had to lose. You know, they, it was either win or go home. Then they lost that game. So that's just an inexperience. And then, uh, right yeah. out east, we have the Heat and the 76ers first, uh, as well. Heat versus the 76ers, the Bucks versus the Celtics. Uh, it's funny that in both conferences, one, two, three, four, those seeds are the, the seeds that advanced. There was no no underdogs that, that made it out of the first round. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go real quick and just say I think the 76ers are going to beat the Heat, and I think the Bucks are going to beat the Celtics. <sighs> I am. I am. Com- I I don't know who to pick with the Bucks and Boston. That that one is just so close. Boston's defense is so good, but Milwaukee's offense is ridiculously good. And I I think both of their there's uh, I I I don't know who to choose on this one. It, I'm going to stick with who I chose to make the finals before all this started. I'm going to stick with Milwaukee on that one. I think they do okay. have a team that could go all the way because they are deeper than they were last year. Because they they have players like Brooke Lopez and you know things like that that just except uh, Middleton he's hurt. The so Lopez we'll another set of siblings we 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 forgot about yeah, the Lopez the Lop- brothers but well yeah <laughs> but yeah, I don't think they're do. yeah I I do like that that sibling those siblings though and then um, with Miami and Philadelphia Miami has an amazing defense too I want to see Miami versus Boston I want to see both of those defenses go up against each other I don't think that'll happen though because I'm. I'm pretty sure Philadelphia will take this one if Embiid you know, plays. I, I said Philadelphia, yeah, and that that as as I you're talking, I was like, oh crap, Joel's Joel Embiid is going to be out for yeah at least a couple of games. So yeah, he's maybe... a scorer of the league. You know, he he he's he won yeah. that trophy. So uh, I mean, I'm going to switch to the to the Heat. Yeah, I mean, let's say if Embiid is out two games and then they go down two games. You know, I mean, how yeah. do you come back from that? And even with, even if MB comes back with like a face mask or something like that, is he going to play the same? I remember multiple well, you players. you hear a lot of players. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Multiple players in the past come with those face masks. Like when Kobe Bryant has his and Booker had his and they just didn't play that well when they had their masks. You know, you, there's just something there where it just, it affects the way you play. Yeah, for sure. I mean, not any way comparing myself to a professional athlete but if i'm wearing you know if i have a a pimple on my face and i see it in my (laughs) peripheral vision you know it messes you up a little bit um if you have you know anything really that's that you're not used to it's gonna you're gonna think about it and it's gonna Mm -hmm. just kind of throw you off just a little bit and i think i think you're right we've seen that with players that you know was it rip hamilton that always wore the mask it didn't affect him because he always wore the mask but other guys they don't right yeah, I remember wearing glasses the first time on the basketball court. I just, I don't know, I don't know why I did it. That's but, probably a more realistic example. Yeah. glasses on the basketball court. And then it just, it, it actually, yeah, they were kind of newer and it felt different. And 
I was being more careful because I didn't want to break him. You know, I didn't want someone to accidentally right. hit me in the face. So I kind of kept a little more distance and I, I played horrible that day. So I, I took him off and I, you know, put him on a bench and then I started beating everyone again. <laughs> quite the fantasy run but uh, <laughs> <laughs> it really does affect you though just just that's funny oh, how the little yeah. things when you're at such a high level can affect you big time all right that does it for us tonight guys thanks for joining us and we'll see you next time yep thanks guys